Video shows a CNN photojournalist disguised as a Trump supporter as she infiltrated the Capitol building with the BLM activist. Fact checkers say this is untrue. We go through Biden's $2 trillion COVID relief plan, and all of a sudden, the mayor of Chicago wants to reopen the economy as quickly as possible now that Trump is out of office. We're going to get to all this and more, but before we get into this, please drop a like, subscribe, and put notifications on. Video every single day. Share this with your friends. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this content that's about the show. So please bear with me. Let's get into this. This is footage of a potential BLM activist working with a CNN journalist. Let's watch and listen. I'll give you your hug now. We did it. <laughs> we did it. You were right. We did it. Dude, I was trying to tell you. I, I couldn't say much. You were right. <laughs> you just have to wash my chin. Is this not going to be the best film you've ever made in your life? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, you weren't recording, right? I'll delete that shit. You weren't recording, right? I'll, I'll, don't worry, I'll delete it. But I didn't record you or me. It was just voices. Anyway, I didn't record you, just your voices. You cl she clearly did not want to be on tape for something. We're going to go through what the fact checkers are saying, because they're saying this is mostly false. But first, I want to go through what Max Blumenthal put together. So the night of the Capitol riot, Sullivan was welcomed on Anderson Cooper to prevent himself as a heroic journalist who recorded Babbage uh, shooting Cooper falsely, claimed him as a left-wing activist, and didn't ask why he was actually in the Capitol. This was fodder for the right. So apparently this guy may not even be a left-wing activist. He might just be an instigator. So we're going to read through this. We're going to see what it says. We're going to see what the fact checkers say. And then we're going to see what Newsmax says. So John Sullivan was on the forefront of the pro-Trump violence at the Capitol, egging in on the filming. He's now Exhibit A in the right-wing claims that the Antifa instigated the riots. I investigated this history of sabotage and BLM while posing as the leader. I studied videos of Sullivan, Jaden X, and the Capitol and compiled some of the moments of him zealously celebrating the invasion and instigating the mob all the way up to the, the incident that happened. Uh, watch with audio on no committed BLM activists would say or do this. He isn't one. Let's watch. Reality, we accomplished this shit. We did this shit together. Fuck that. Let's go. You guys are savage. Let's go. Let's go. I don't want to play too much more out of fears of getting removed, but I'll just show little snippet clips uh, up on screen. As you can see, he's cheering it on, egging it on, getting people to go in, and even up to the point where the lady was, you know, uh, boom boomed. I don't want to say the word without getting flagged on the internet. As a DC BLM journalist explained to, I guess, Max, Sullivan has been banished by activist communities across the country. He's considered a dangerous provocateur and is subject of deep suspicion. This thread details some of the history. So, yes, I guess he has been a left-wing activist, uh, but he has also been, I guess, a, a right-wing uh, <laughs> rioter as well. I mean, <laughs> he's just a bad actor in general. Um, now, let's see who is John. Uh, let, let's go through the fact checkers. Uh, says left-wing activist John Sullivan incited the insurgents at the U.S. Capitol, which is mostly false. I mean, I, I don't know what, what kind of footage they're looking at. I saw the footage. Facebook post wrongly acclaimed left-wing activist Antifa incited U.S. Capitol mob. 
John Silliman, an activist from Utah, joined supporters of President Donald Trump who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. He said he was trying to document what happened. There's no evidence that Sullivan incited insurgents. Alone in mid the crowd of thousands, video he uploaded online shows his perspective he filmed. Oh, he's just showing his perspective, you know, yelling, we did it, yeah, let's storm the castle, you know. He was just filming his perspective. Sullivan denied any affiliation to the broad Antifa coalition, although he posted related hashtags on his Twitter account. There remain no legitimate evidence that the mob at the Capitol was infiltrated or led by Antifa activists in disguise. So, you know, source. He said he didn't. That's their source. No, it doesn't matter that he was tweeting, you know, hashtag Antifa and support of Antifa. Doesn't matter that. Doesn't matter that he went there saying, yeah, 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 we did it. Doesn't matter. None, none of that matters. What, what, what he did doesn't matter because he said no. Okay? Just so you guys know. I'm just letting you guys know that. I'm just reading the fact check. I'm not trying to spread false news here. Update January 15th. Following the publication of this fact check, John Sullivan was arrested on January 14th in Utah. And the U.S. Justice Department announced he was charged with a criminal complaint with one felony count for of interfering with law enforcement in connection with the civil disorder as well as misdemeanor charges of unlawful entry and disorderly conduct. An affidavit from the FBI agent was filed in support of the criminal complaint. An arrest warrant noted that despite Sullivan's claims that he was presented as a journalist, he had no press credentials and is not affiliated with any journalistic organization. The affidavit does not say Sullivan led the mob. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny that it's like, these are the fact checks, and then let's go through what the FBI said and just literally debunks their entire fact check. Um, but their fact check is correct. I just got to say, dear overlords, your fact check is correct. Social media users and allies of President Donald Trump have continued pushing these baseless claims that Antifa activists, not Trump supporters, who, who, who mobbed the U.S. Capitol. I mean, baseless claims. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what did you just tell us? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> did you not just give us a statement from the FBI that, like, literally makes it non-baseless? Like, I mean... I mean, you might it, might it might be wrong, but to say that they're baseless claims when I just read the FBI's affidavit from your own article literally one paragraph before reading this, there's no evidence that the crowd was infiltrated or led by Antifa activists in disguise. No evidence despite this guy who was tweeting about Antifa go there and lie about being a journalist and instigate them there's but there is no evidence do you don't you guys understand there is no evidence there there is no evidence I'm trying to tell you. that he incited a mob riot there is none <laughs> there's no evidence accomplish this shit we did this shit together but there is no evidence let's go you guys savage Let's go! There's no Let's evidence, go. though. There, but there's no evidence. <laughs> what kind of what clown world do I live in? And specific individuals held up online as Antifa actors who turned out to be Trump supporters. One man accused of being an Antifa thug, for example, has been actually a QAnon conspiracy. Another, okay, was a Neo, whatever. I mean, I'll agree with that. I mean, there were a lot of people that were like, oh, that guy looks like Antifa. It turns out they were just some crazy QAnon freaks. Anti-Trump founder and radical left-wing insurgents, USA, John Sullivan, incites insurgents on the U.S. cap. I, I, wait, I think that he actually follows me. On on YouTube, hold on one second, because I saw someone send it to me. Yeah, Insurgents USA subscriptions 
Joey Salads. He he follows my prank channel. Look. I put it up on screen. It's it's not focusing properly. Insurgents USA subscriptions. Joey Salads. So yes, this guy <laughs> this guy freaking follows my prank channel. I mean, he also follows Vsauce and Juice World. Wow, I think that's just pretty funny. Um, John Sullivan. Okay, uh, said the text over one image shared widely on Facebook. The post originated on Parlor. Okay, the post was flagged as part of a Facebook's effort to combat false news and misinformation on the, on, uh, the news feed. Okay, Sullivan has not been shy about his presence at the Capitol riot. He filmed the events as they happened. He was nearby when Capitol Police fatally, you know, blanked a woman. Uh, Sullivan uh, confirmed to PolitiFact that he entered the building with the rioters and that he is the, he's in the photograph shown as part of the Facebook post. But there's no proof that he incited the insurgents and he has denied any affiliation with antifa a broad coalition of antifa activists in september 8th uh press briefing uh fbi assistant Stephen, whatever agency that there's no indication that antifa played a role why was sullivan there uh, I'm, okay, how, how much longer is this? Okay. Uh, interview with PolitiFact and other na national news organizations. Sullivan said, li listen, why was he there? Well, this is what he said, okay? He said, I mean, what? what? <laughs> why were you at a violent riot that people are labeling as uh, the, the T-word terror, you know? Like, why were you there? Oh, I was just there to document. Oh, fact. Fact check confirm. Uh, let's see. He said he was there to riot to document what happened, not to participate. You know, despite the overwhelming evidence. Uh, on this, two Twitter accounts, Sullivan shared videos he captured on the crowd stormed into the Capitol, including a nearby 40-minute YouTube video that graphically documents the, you know, the, the blanking that happened. I will not lead that in any way, shape, or form or fashion, Sullivan said to the mob that bashed through the windows and stormed into the Capitol. I didn't organize it. I was not part of planning. I was not there experiencing or witnessing what, da what went down. Jade Stacker, a documented filmmaker working on the project about Sullivan and his brothers alongside, okay, whatever. Um, he was cited, okay, uh, I think that's pretty much about it. They're just saying a bunch of BS. Uh, but, you know, despite there being no evidence, I guess, I saw, uh, wait, yeah, so this is this was all of his footage. And, yeah, he was, look, oh, what, what? Let's see what he was saying during this moment when, when they were bashing the doors down. Oh, sorry, Twitter videos. We have to Bro, I see people out there get hurt. I don't want to see you get hurt. I just we will make a we will make a path dead ass. Like we don't want That's what I'm saying, we'll make a path, bro. Please, just let us make a path. We have to just let us make a path. When the whole country hates you, I want you to go home. We have to go. Let's go. Get this shit. What, wait, what What did I just watch? I don't want to play anymore out of fear of being removed. He literally just said, like, let's get this S. And that's when they started bashing the door down. Which led to the fatal incident. Which is, as you can see, wow, if you're, if you're watching, I don't even want to, I don't want to say what is about to happen in that. But there you have it. Our fact check overlords have confirmed it. Despite our baseless claims, despite there being no evidence, this guy was just an innocent bystander there to document and report because, sources, he said so.
So Biden's nearly $2 trillion plan includes $350 billion for state and local aid. This will be the bailouts to the Democrat states and cities that they need for destroying their states during this lockdown crisis. It will most likely include raises for the government there. Let's be real. Every time there's a new fund of money getting thrown at a city or a state that usually includes pay increases and bonuses, okay? So mark my words on that one. Now, you know why they were complicit in stealing the election, of course. I mean, when when your state is going under by the the tens of billions of dollars— you kind of need to get someone in there that's going to bail your state out, your failing state. Because uh, I think Trump was pretty much saying, like, you handle your own problems. <laughs> uh, so the president, uh, president-elect Joe Biden on Thursday unveiled his nearly $2 trillion COVID relief package. The proposals uh, titled the American Rescue Plan includes familiar stimulus measures with the goal of sustaining families and firms until vaccines are widely distributed. The current plan, the first two major spending initiatives Biden will seek in the first few months of his presidency. Now, let's be real. How much of this money you think is actually going to be going to the American people? And how much you think is going to be going to the companies at the tip of the top? So increase a federal minimum wage to $15 an hour. It's almost like you want to destroy all the small businesses. Oh, small businesses, we've kept you closed for a year. Oh, we're not giving you the proper bailout funding. Eh, you know what? We want you to pay your employees a little bit more. It will this. I said this on the Tim Pool podcast. The Democrats want us to live in a country that is run by the corporations and the big government as some unison freaking symbiotic relationship. And we're all going to be slaves to the big corporations and the big government. That is the future the Democrats want. Watch the $2 trillion. Watch most of it go to the people at the top. That's what's going to happen, okay? And then the people at the bottom are going to be run out of business because they're going to be forced to pay $15 an hour. But hey, at least you'll be working for Amazon with $15 an hour. At least you'll be working for McDonald's $15 an hour. That's the future the Democrats want. Okay, direct payments of... 1400 to most Americans, bringing the total relief to $2,000, including December's uh, 600 uh, payments. Oh, wow, it's almost like that's what Trump wanted. So, I mean, I guess, I guess if we're going to give anybody any type of spending, I guess I would support that, I guess. If, if, if we were to give any type of spending, I'd rather the money go in people's hands than rely on the government. And once that money gets into people's hands, it's kind of up to them to decide, hey, are you going to take this money and make your situation better or are you going to spend it on a Gucci bag? Uh, you know, hey, you spent on a Gucci bag. Sorry, you lose. You missed out. We're not giving you anything more. You could have bettered your situation, but you didn't. You spent it on a Gucci bag. That's on you. Figure your way out of it. Increase the federal uh, per week unemployment benefit to 400. And how about we just open the economy? How about we just say, hmm, enough with giving people monthly checks. We're just going to open the economy right now. Uh, how about this? We don't increase minimum wage of $15 an hour. How about we just say, let's open the economy right now. Let's let things balance out. And then maybe you could entertain the $15 minimum minimum, minimum wage, which would still be destructive. But at least if you worry about $15 minimum wage a year or two from now, it wouldn't be as destructive because if you're going to hit that on businesses right now, oh man, extending the eviction foreclosure moratorium until the end of September. Now, this is just going to screw landlords, but I kind of get it in a way because then you're going to have like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people thrown out on the streets for something like this. Uh, But something needs to be done for the landlords. The landlords need some help with something like that. Uh, $350 uh, in state and local government aid. We know that money is just going to be burnt. 
uh, $170 billion for K-12 schools and institutions of higher education. Uh, we know that that money is just going to go to the colleges and go into their big funds. I forgot what they call them. Uh, that money is going to be, you know, <laughs> we're going to see hundreds of millions of dollars going to places like Harvard and stuff. You know, keeping the rich rich. Uh, good job, Democrats. Good job. Now you know why the billionaires uh, are supporting the Democrats. <laughs> $50 billion towards COVID-19 testing, $20 billion towards a national vaccine program in partnership with the states and localities and tribes, uh, making the child tax credit fully refundable for the year and increasing the credit of 3000 per child. Okay. The plan, I mean, these numbers also do not seem to quite add up. Let's see, 2000 for for most Americans. Let's see. Let's do some math. Let's just include, let's see, 2000 times, let's see, population of USA, 328. This is like if everybody was to get it. Three, two, eight, one, two, three. We're looking at, what is that? More, let's just say a half a trillion dollars because not everyone's going to get it. So you got to, Five hundred billion, five, six, seven, eight. That's only what nine hundred billion dollars. Where's the other trillion? <laughs> Where is my math not adding up? I mean, where's the other trillion dollars? <laughs> what the heck? I literally they have this whole plan detailed out, a two trillion dollar plan, but it's all plan details only. Is missing a trillion dollars. Okay. The plan of the first two mayors intended, okay, the Biden will seek. Okay, let's see. I don't see any, uh, nearly $2 trillion price tag when they like disdain from Republicans. Senator, okay, want after December's $900 billion bill. Still, Biden officials said Thursday that their optimism plan to rescue, okay, well, yeah, it doesn't seem like they're given any other explanation to where the other the other trillion dollars are going. You see, now this is why, don't, don't, don't take my financial advice, but this is why I'm investing heavily into the stock market. Why? Because as much as we don't like it, as much as we don't want it, Democrats are in full control. That means our country is been is being controlled by, you know, the people at the top, I guess a little bit of Wall Street, China, obviously the billionaires, the people at the top are in control of our government now. They're going to make our country become more in favor and aligned with what they need to increase their wealth. So, how do you prepare for something like that? Hmm, let's, I'll just invest in the companies that own our country. <laughs> as sad as it sounds, I'm just going to invest in McDonald's. I'll invest in Amazon. I'll invest in all these companies because, hey, they control the government now. They're going to run the small businesses out of business. As much as I don't like it, as much as I'm trying to fight against it, I mean, it seems like an inevitability. And, hey, you know, we, we got to look out for ourselves still at the end of the day. So if there's this unmovable force that you cannot stop as much as you try to stop it and i will never stop actively trying to stop it i would rather lose money in the market than have our country be destroyed by the corporate overlords but there's nothing honestly hey i, I i'm sad to break the news to you at this current point in time that's an unmove an unstoppable object and it's going to take us some time to stop that and reverse its course so Obviously, there's some optimism in the future is we need to, we know the problem. We need to start chipping away at that problem. But that's going to take a process. It's going to take some time. And it might get better before, it might get worse before it gets better. I'm just being real with you guys. I'm not going to give you guys the, the bullshit. I, I say that all the time on my show. 
People get mad at me for saying unpopular opinions, like nothing good will come from the capital raid, which huh, I turned out to be right. My other unpopular opinion, nothing good will come from impeaching Biden. And I'm going to be right in probably uh, less than a month. I'll be right about that one. Mark my words on it. As much as you don't like me for that unpopular opinion, I'm going to be right. Just, just why? wait. And this is going to be the other one. As of right now, the corporate overlords and the Democrats, they're, they're making their big push into taking over America, and they are actually winning. Right now, it seems like we're not going to be able to stop it. We need to start chipping away at that. Now that Trump is out of office, the Chicago mayor wants to reopen restaurants and bars as quickly as possible to reduce the risk of underground parties. Now imagine if the Democrats did this to reduce the risk of lockdown protests, because that's one of the main things that come from this. When you want to have strict lockdown policies, what comes with that? Oh, what comes with that is a bunch of people by the tens of thousands going out to lockdown protests. But you know, lockdown protests are not okay, but BLM protests are okay. So this is what happens when you get Trump out of office. And, you know, hey, this is my message to all your Democrats, uh, to, to your Democrat friends, okay? Listen, send this to your Democrat friends. Send them this via a text. Send them this via this video, whatever it is. Do you not realize that this whole entire lockdown crisis was to spite Trump and his booming economy? Now that Trump has officially lost, supposedly, the lockdowns are magically ending. All of a sudden, the tune of these mayors and these Democrats all of a sudden changed to, we need to open up as quick and as fast as possible. We need to save the economy, literally, days after the certification of the election. That's, that's their, do you, do you people, do, do, do your Democrat friends, like Democrats, listen, do you guys not see it yet? Mayor Lori Lightfoot on Thursday said that Chicago restaurants and bars need to be allowed to reopen as quickly as possible, not just to help those businesses survive, but to also cut down on instances of private parties where people don't take the proper precautions against COVID-19. Under the state's uh, virus mitigation plan, Chicago restaurants and bars were forced to halt indoor services. Um, Okay, I don't need to hear about your thing. Thursday morning, Lori Lightfoot said that she plans to have a conversation with Governor uh, about how to begin rolling back virus mitigation measures uh, efforts ASAP. I want to get our restaurants and bars reopened as quickly as possible. This almost seems like that they're trying to set Biden up for the fastest, best economic recovery ever in history. Trump gave us the best economy in history, okay? They shut it all down. Now they shut it all down. They kept it all down until he was out of office. Now that he's out of office, they're going to take credit for the rebound, which the rebound should have happened six, seven months ago. I want to get our restaurants and bars reopened as quickly as possible, she said. Alfonso Jose Castello, owner of Americanos, said his business will not survive if things continue as are. We built, we're built to have people sitting inside. So if you take that away from us, I don't know how we'll manage, he said. Mr. Castillo said his community showed up big over the summer uh, when to go when to go margaritas and outdoor dining kept him alive but as soon as the temperatures dropped the indoor dining ban took effect at the end of October the outlook looked bleak so there you have it i mean that's pretty much about it small business owners are screwed especially when the minimum wage increase comes in, especially, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what the corporate overlords are going to do? They're going to be buying up property in bulk for dirt cheap, okay? Your streets are going to be owned by the big corporations, completely allowed because of the Democrats allowed it to happen. 
Anyway, guys, thanks for watching and listening. Please like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. New video every single day. Share this podcast with your friends. It's kind of the only way we can grow on the podcast apps. If you want to listen on the podcast apps, go subscribe to the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. Also, go download my app, America Now News, in the App Store. Coming soon to Google. If you support my show, please become a patron. We're funded and supported by you guys. Patreon.com slash Joey Salads. Thank you so much. Peace out.